Hey everybody, it's Turbo here from the uh, 2BD Podcast, coming at you from the Hellmouth studio. Uh, I have the algorithm with me as always. Unfortunately, our cohort, our partner in crime, Swamp Ninja, is too busy doing housework apparently um, to jump on the podcast. So it's just you and me. Yeah, I just got a message from him. Anyway. Tell him to uh, jump in. What's that? Tell him to jump on. Well, we're in the middle of something, but yeah, cool. Well, I'll ask, I'll shoot him a message. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what I was saying was, is uh, you're with me. He's not. We were talking last night. You saw, shot me a message. You got yourself uh, quite a deal. You were planning on just, you know, going in with just the tip on uh, G.I. Joe Classics or Classified, you know that sorry. You know but now you're I balls do. deep. But now your balls deep. <laughs> you know as well as I do that you can't just go. You can't just go with the tip. You know that. I, dude, you're talking to a guy who's been <laughs> balls deep for like most of his life. How like uh, we? Well, I don't want it to to sound weird or anything, but uh, like I'm sure you've tried it and it just it doesn't work. What are you um, talking about? <laughs> just playing, playing, playing just the tip. Uh. Yeah, so I, I was, uh, uh, I was an idiot. I, actually, I wasn't because I got a good deal. Um, as you know, like I transfer Transformers. GI Joe was one of the the toys that I collected as a kid, like every '80s kid. Um, I planned on, you know, only. I really like the classified line. I was planning on only getting a few, a handful of figures. Uh, just characters that I maybe had as a kid and I liked and I went after the Storm Shadow and the and the original Bats figure. Um, those were two of my most prized figures when I was a kid and I've told the story about how, you know, Storm Shadow was the first figure I ever got. And uh, I can remember, like, having the file card and I just, he was awesome because he was a ninja and, you know, ninjas were all the rage for kids back in the 80s. And then the story about the bats where it just, just the look of it just kind of transports me back to like my seventh birthday where I got, uh, I shouldn't say seventh, probably eighth, uh, where I got, you know, a bunch of GI Joe figures and I happened to get two of this bats figure, um, which he was, as we've talked about before, he's kind of like a robotic infantry, like a foot soldier of the of the Cobras. So you can really, you can have as many as you want. So I remember keeping both because I really liked the figure. I loved how you could change his hands out and I just love the look of him. He's just really cool. And he had a friggin' hologram type thing on his chest. That was a big deal back then. And so I got them both in the classified version and I was kind of looking you know, I've, I've talked about figures on here before that I had as a kid that I, I kind of wanted to get. Like Firefly was a big one. Um, the Twins. Um, and there wasn't really Cobra Commander. I didn't I don't really like the Cobra Commander that they've got out for the classified line. Like I might just, you know, if they'd come out with the actual uh, more faithful remake of what he looked like as a toy, I'd probably go after it. But I, I just I don't like the versions that they have out now. So really I was only planning on getting like maybe four or five at the most. And then there was this guy on eBay that uh, I was just poking around last week and he had a bunch of figures that I 
was really interested in. And he had one of them was like a Storm Shadow Retro classified. So instead of him being in the in the packaging, like the the classified packaging, he's in like the retro packaging with the file card on the back and the you know the image behind the or in front of the the explosion and stuff like that. It just again like just looking at that just took me back, and I'm like I'd love to have that on my shelf. And he was only asking like fifty for it. Um, he had the Destro in the same style, which I was going to to pick up because I know you were a big Destro fan, and I figured maybe you could use it. I could use it for leverage down the line, or maybe I just keep it because it looked cool. Uh, never had Destro as a kid, and you're right, he is a cool figure. Um, he had the Firefly classified, which I was wanting, and he had the twins, and. I had a deal worked out for all of them for, I think it came out to 165. He was willing to take for all five figures. And like, these are tough to find figures. Uh, there's no way I'd ever find them in the wild. And they were really good prices. He was going to combine the shipping and everything. And it, it would have come out to 165 plus tax. And I decided to sleep on it. And then in the morning, I'm like, yep, I'm going to do this. And I messaged him and he told me that the Storm Shadow, the Firefly and one of the twins, which is kind of weird, all he sold them all like, like literally like just an hour or so after I was talking to him. And it was like, oh, so I got looking at his stuff and like we were kind of talking about this guy uh, privately and we we're saying like he's actually asking for less than than retail on some of these items like i don't know how he's doing it um mm. and you know we kind of had our speculation or whatever but whatever so we were we we're kind of talking about it and he's legit like he's got 100 percent feedback he's sold almost 200 items so i like i don't think he's shady in any way but he just, I don't know, like he must have a hookup or something. So he had a few other figures that I was kind of looking at, but I was just like, nah, because then it's kind of like I missed out on what I wanted. So I'm being that like, you know, I'm being like seven year old algorithm where, you know, he didn't get what he wanted. So he's, he can't be empty handed kind of thing. And I'm just like, nah, I'm going to pass. Like there's some other things there I like, but I mean, it's, it's not what I really, really wanted. So I let it go and. I just kind of checked back every now and then with this guy, like I'm not messaging him, but just looking at his inventory. The prices kept going down and they kept going down and they kept going down. So last night I was on there and he's got the, uh, the Python patrol bat, the crimson mm -hmm. bat and the regular bat. Mm -hmm. And he's got them all marked down to $20. And like, these are in the package. They're brand new $20. So just for context, the Python Patrol Bat is here. We have it here on the island uh, at Toys R Us, and it's $44 plus tax. So it's like, okay, like it's down to $20 a piece here. Um, I want those two versions of the bat. I don't know if we'll ever see the Crimson one here, uh, but I'm, not, I'm never paying $44 for the Python Patrol one. So I'm like, okay, I can, I can handle those two. And I'm like, I could handle another bat. Like maybe I'll just leave one in the package. Mm -hmm. And then I, I started looking and I was like, okay, he's got Cobra. Like, cause he's, he's willing to combine the shipping on them all. So I'm like, I might as well take full advantage of this. Mm -hmm. And he had the Cobra officer, which I've talked about before on here. It's an iconic figure. I never had it as a kid, but it's one of those like iconic looking figures. 
And then he had Zartan, which, I mean, I like the Dreadnoughts. I'm not, like, balls deep into them like uh, Swamp Ninja is. But Zartan's an iconic figure. Never had him as a kid. Was one of those figures that I wanted. Because, you know, he changed color in the sun. So I thought, you know what? I'll see if he'll take $100 for all five of those. And he did. <laughs> so he took, uh, it came out to 148 with taxes and uh, shipping. So I literally paid about $30 a figure. That's significantly less than 44 plus tax in the wild. So yep. I feel I got a really good deal there. Yep. Now you're going to have to rip all that package and open. So yeah, my plan is, is that I'm going to uh, the, the five or what is it? The six of them, I guess, six unique figures. So I have seven figures all together. Uh, this is not what I intended. <laughs> But again, couldn't pass that deal up. Um, so I'll, I'll probably rip the six of them open and keep one of the bats just in the, because I've got two. So I'll probably just keep one in the package and rip the other six open once I get the, the new package. So that's going to be a fun little package to open, five classified figures. Yep, for sure. That's awesome, man. That's a wicked deal. Yeah, I can't like again. Like I know you were gonna bust my balls about not, you know, not going crazy over GI Joe because I said I wasn't gonna do it, but I ain't gonna pass that deal up. But do you think now? Do you think now that you're gonna have those on the shelf, then if you're gonna be like tempted to be like, oh, I could put another figure in there. I could put another one up there. Well, <laughs> as I said, as I said, I still like Firefly is ridiculously expensive, and it's a badass figure. I don't know if you ever looked at it or not. Like the classified version, he's got like all the like explosive like um espionage yeah. gear and stuff he's got like, he has the things. ordinance is what you're saying he's he he does and it's like man that is so badass like and i want the twins like those were two of my favorite figures when i was a kid um you know i'd like to i'd like to get those three i don't know if firefly is ever going to happen because it's usually like 80 dollars and more this guy had it for 60 and i had him down to 50 as part of the package original package that i had worked out uh the twins are doable so i'll probably keep an eye open for them and if i get the twins i'll probably have to get a crimson guard or two yeah because they're, they're always I mean, flanked by them yeah they're flanked well they're by the, the leader guard. They're the leader of the Crimson Guards, sir. And I got to, I don't know what I'm going to do with Cobra Commander because I might, he's so dirt cheap. I think it's because a lot of people are kind of thinking like I do. Like it's not, it's not the original Cobra Commander they're used to. So I don't think it was a very popular figure and you can easily pick one up for like 15, 20 bucks. Yeah. But I, I'm going to wait it out and see if they do come out with a one that's more true to the, to the original. But yeah, there, I mean, there's still definitely figures I'd love to get. So I don't know how crazy I'm going to go or not. I, 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 it wasn't planned, but <laughs> it's never planned. $20. It's never planned. I mean, $20 a figure, like you can't pass that up and I'm never going to see these figures around here. No. Well, that's what we talked about our last podcast is just how hard it is to, how hard it is to be a, a an Islander who wants to purchase things in the wild as opposed to just ordering them online but as i say like even if you could find these in the wild because the python patrol is here and it's 44 dollars, i got it for half like less than half that that's that's crazy yeah that is pretty crazy so yeah so, so you're gonna be you're gonna be tempted for sure obviously like you said there's lots of figures that you're kind of interested in this seems to be kind of my weakness and it's it's funny because gi joe was kind of 
I don't know where I'd rank it as a kid. Like we've, we've talked about this before, like as a younger kid, um, you know, in the, in the really early eighties, like 83, 84, it was He-Man. Like it was nothing but He-Man and I didn't even want anything else. And then as, you know, as I started getting a little older and what was popular on the, on the playground, He-Man was okay, but it wasn't, I don't know if it was just the area that I happened to live in at the time, but it, it kind of played second fiddle to Transformers and GI Joe. Like those were the two toys. Yeah. And as, as I started getting a little older, I still loved my He-Man, but I was like, eh, you know what? I like GI Joe. I like Transformers. And as we talked, like Transformers were expensive and hard to get. Um, yeah. So I, like I never had any of the OGs. Like I never, you know, I never had Optimus. And, and if you don't get those guys, then it's kind of hard to get into. It so, is. Yeah. That's, that's the, the disappointing thing is like, if you can't get the original, you know, the, the original six characters that first introduced you were first introduced to, it's, it's really hard to get into a figure line because you can't, exactly. you can't get into, you can't get into it with the characters that you kind of grew up with. And then, you know, there's variants. They always put the variants out. So you'll have like Thunder Punch He-Man or, t- you know, Terror Claws Skeletor, but you don't have a r- original Skeletor. Exactly. <laughs> so like, that's that's kind of what Doom Transformers for me. I mean, I love them. I love the cartoon. It's one of my favorite cartoons ever. But I just, I, I got into it a little too late because I was into He-Man. So I, I never got Optimus Prime or Megatron or like Wheeljack or any of the uh, kind of any of the OGs. So I had a lot of GoBots because they were cheap and they transformed. And as a kid, that was good enough for me. Um, but GI Joe, I kind of, I did get into it at a, at a decent time. Like I had some of the, you know, the major characters, mm. uh, you know, I had Cobra commander. I had the one with the, the mail away one with the bag, like the, the sack over his head. So, um, you know, I had, I had some of the, uh, the older GI Joe guys, like the, you know, the tank with the, like, I think it was one of the original GI Joes that came out with the tank driver and that. And I had some of those guys. So. So if you were to think about your like Holy grail toy that you had growing up that you don't have anymore, obviously, um, like even, or not even that you, you already had in your possession, but like, if you were to go back and look back at what toy you really wanted as a kid, but never got, but you'd like to have it as an adult, what would it be? I, I've thought about that a few times. Like, I honestly don't know. Like I've said, I'd love to, to get like an original Megatron in package. And I know it's a crappy toy, but I'd never open it anyway, but it would just be a cool item to have on my shelf. Um, Devastator was another one. And I can remember, I think I told the story about how I pitched, it was one of the only times I ever pitched a fit in public, like as a kid, because I wasn't allowed to get it. So it's like, I want that. (laughs) I want Devastator. Like I've, I've had my eye on it for a while. Um, I I don't know. I guess those would, those would be up there. The original He-Man and Skeletor never had them as a kid. Yeah. Um, toys that I did have in my possession. See, that's the thing. Like I, as you know, I, like I sold off my He-Man collection not long ago. I kept a lot of my toys as a kid. So there wasn't really like, there wasn't, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like there's, there's not really anything that I guess I'd get again, um, that way. But like the classified figures are kind of different. Like 
G.I. Joe, I wasn't ready to let go of my G.I. Joe collection from when I was a kid. Mm. But the guy offered me, like the guy that I sold the, the He-Man collection to, offered me another another hundred dollars for my gi joes and they were all like the the elastics were all gone i mean i'd say about a good 60 percent of them were missing like the crotch or some fingers or you know some of the other ones were just in really rough shape and uh because i mean i played the shit out of those toys like they went everywhere they went in like mud puddles you know some of them were like you know quote-unquote tortured you know like you'd like because they were army guys right like you know, you did all kinds of things with them. Did you torture your G.I. Joes? Well, you'd have, like, Cobra would, you know, it's a lot different than what you'd see in the cartoons, but you'd have, you know, Cobra would uh, would capture somebody and they'd need information out of them. So, yeah, you know, maybe a, you know, a nose was grinded off a guy or something. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I I had problems, you know that. No. But I mean, they like, as I said, like, they were in rough shape. Like, even if I had them in my possession right now, there was probably only, like, four or five of them that were, like, in pretty good condition that I would say, like, that you could display them. Um, yeah. And they were the newer figures, so it was, like, Tiger Force bullshit, you know, all that shit that came out, like, in the late 80s. Mm-hmm. I mean, Storm Shadow was a lot like my original Storm Shadow was long gone. Like that, just I was missing pieces. It was in pieces. Like I'm surprised he even wanted. He probably just wanted them for spare parts, right? So, yeah. So I, I mean, I'd like to to get those ones back. Um, you know, and I I like the classified line. Like they're pretty true to the original figures. They're just bigger. I wish they weren't. I don't really like the size of them, but I mean, you can still fit them on a shelf. You don't like the fifty-eight? Uh, they're just whatever a little. They're a little too big for me. Like they're I what? Know. I think they're like. Well, they're not. Well, yeah, they're almost seven inches. They're like I think they're six and a half. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I should say they're not huge, but like. They are definitely bigger than the three and a quarter or three and a half that they originally were. I kind of wish, you know, maybe they went to five or five and a quarter, like the size of a He-Man figure kind of thing, but it is what it is. And as I say, I like the look of them, so. That's cool. You still there? Yeah. Oh, I thought I heard you cut out. Sorry. Um... So I myself have been tempted recently, like I said, yeah. Yeah, the last, the last podcast, you've been, uh, you know, tempting me with some Despera and some Hordak figures, and uh, you know, when you're bored and you, everyone's in bed, and you, <laughs> what do you do? You go online and you. Uh, oh, I, that's not where I thought you were going. That's not where I thought you were going. <laughs> oh, easy now, easy. <laughs> you go online and you just look up for, uh, you know, toys. Search, search, uh, you know, like uh, action figures. <laughs> and uh, lo and behold, Big Bad Toy Store is having their spring clearance sale. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they have a few uh, McFarland figures that I don't have. And they have them on sale for like 10 bucks. I mean, that's $10 US, obviously. Yeah, that's still only like 14 Canadian. Yeah, so it's like, oh, that's uh, that's a really good deal. <laughs> 
So I went on and I was scrolling and scrolling and I found a few things that I have in my cart, in my possession that I'm thinking I'm going to pull the trigger on. So they had this set of uh, spawn figures. It's a uh, three variations of spawn. It's the Redeemer spawn in silver. It's Gunslinger spawn where he's wearing a top hat and he has these really cool guns. And then I think there's Plague Bringer where he's like, has a, like a green suit and he has like this hazmat look, but it kind of looks like a plague doctor mask. That's cool. So that looks pretty badass. So that's on, that's a, like, that's three figures. That's usually a set. That's usually like a hundred bucks. This one's on th- three figures for thirty-eight fifty. I was yeah. like, Oh, that's, that's a really good deal. And then, uh, I have a Joker on my shelf, but it's like the Arkham, Arkham Knights, or not Arkham Knight, Arkham's uh, Asylum Joker from the video game with kind of like the bulbous kind of forehead. And I'm not really a fan of it, but it's it's all I got right now. So I have it on the shelf and I'm like, oh, I, I kind of need a new Joker. So I uh, found a Joker for 20 bucks. <laughs> it's Death of the Family Joker. So I'm looking at maybe grabbing him, which is kind of nice because he... Essentially, this is the Joker that cut his own face off, left Gotham for a few uh, months, came back, and then sewed his face back on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's really badass. He's got like this, you know, he's got like this leather face look marks, to him. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the uh, Batman Court of Owls uh, Talon, which is like the Court of Owls like minion, like their foot soldier, but they're like undead like ninja warriors. So yeah. that's kind of neat too. And that's on for twenty. And that was regular like. 45 so not a bad deal so they're sitting in my cart i'm gonna sleep on it because you know there's like still 20 or 30 of them in stock so i'm not i'm not like i'm not in dire need and the sales going on for the next you know week week and a half but they're in my cart i'm sleeping on it and then i'm looking at like you know you go and you start looking at other things and there's a few uh gi joe classifieds there too so Uh oh I thought you weren't no, going to get into that. No, not no. Well, it's more of a sense. I was just like, since I know you're looking for something, I was going to think, well, maybe since I'm sending an order, you might need something in this clearance sale. <laughs> so I was looking and I put something. Hold on. Let me bring it up here. There's the, what is it here? You don't, yeah, they're, well, they have the core uh, Scarlet ones, but, uh, well, yeah, they don't really have many classifieds. No, I've looked, I've looked on theirs. Cause, oh, uh, they have the, uh, no, you wouldn't want that. You, it's the movie version of Storm Shadow. You're not into that. No. Oh, no well, that's a bad idea then. Has to be the that's, original. That's a bad idea then. But anyway, I, I was looking at the, the classifieds as well, and then. Of course, you know, they always have a weekend sale too. So they had a couple figures on there, you know, I, so I was looking at those. There's a Panther that I don't have cause I have battle cat. There's a Panther on for 15 bucks. So I might have to grab a Panther and then I'll, fl- I'll have the wind Raider flanked by battle cat and Panther with, you know, stinker stinkor on Panther. And I'll throw, uh, I don't know, Ram man or clamp champ on, uh, <laughs> Battle cats. <laughs> <laughs> the only figures I've opened. Yeah. Everything else is on the wall. That was a badass picture I sent of that fucking thing glowing on the wall. 
So he's in the package, right? He's yeah, he's in the package. He's hung up on the yeah. wall. So yeah, my transforming He-Man was glowing like a motherfucker. I was up here most of the, the night just playing a video game. Thanks to Swamp Ninja, he sent me a DLC add-on for that Vampire Survivors game. So now I got this whole new level I got to explore. It's fuck. <laughs> so I was, I was doing that. But yeah, but anyway, I have the I have the figures up on the wall, and yeah, they look bad. Like like you said, like they looked badass, like on a shelf, but like hanging them like that, just it's just ten times better. Yeah. Looks like so. you're like right in a toy store from your childhood. Yeah. So I got those hung up. And then, like I said, I'm looking at getting the Panther. Yeah. Finishing my shelves, hopefully. And like I said, if I get those spawn figures and that other stuff, like that's more, <laughs> more, more room I don't have. So like you you you're still McFarland's kind of the original reason that you got into toys it's um, well the comics that stupid comic book i read yeah yeah but mcfarland made with... the, yeah and then mcfarland's made figures of that series and then of course he started re- then uh, i started reading series that he's been actually making figures about which makes me buy them yeah it's just yeah but that's what that's what got you back into like collecting toys like that's what got that was your doorway Oh yeah, for uh, sure. And then it started kind of pouring into, but you seem to be like almost collecting He-Man as much as you collect the McFarlane. Yeah. Well, and that, and like, I have my small little collection of transformers, but transformers are so expensive. They're just so transformers are hard to, and they're hard to find, hard to find. And just so, so expensive. Yeah. You're just like, I, I would love to collect them too, but it's, it's kind of, it's the same thing. Like they're just like, a hundred dollars, like for me to go out and just drop a hundred bucks every time I want to buy a transformer just doesn't make sense to me. Like I should be able to buy no. something for 30 bucks. Exactly. Like if <laughs> but I there's find no it... figures that are 30 bucks. <laughs> no, exactly. And that's, that's kind of what appeals about the GI Joe classifieds. Like that's another point. Like in the wild, I, they're 50 bucks a piece, but I mean, you can find people that are willing to sell those for 20, $30. And I mean, I would much rather pick up like three or four GI Joe figures for a hundred bucks or five. Like I did this time, um, instead of one transformer, like I got, you know, I got my son, the Galvatron figure. I don't even like Galvatron, but it's a nice friggin' figure. Like it looks like it's right out of the cartoon. And I often do like pick it up and look at it. And I'm like, that would look badass on a shelf, but I, I'm not going out and spending that on it. Steal uh, it from them and put it on your shelf. <laughs> <laughs> Same with the star scream. Like it's a nice looking figure. The The studio 86 one, the coronation yep. one. I think you have it as well. No, I have and, a red version. I have the red oh, version. The one that doesn't transform. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the, like, he's got the, the, the one that transforms and everything. And it's like, again, like it's true to the cartoon. And it's a really nice figure. I don't even like Starscream that much. I was, you know, he always kind of annoyed me. Um, as a, as an adult, when I go back and I watch the cartoons, I think he's hilarious. But as a kid, I hated him. It was just annoying. And it's like, man, that figure looks great. Like, But again, you're paying for it. And it's like, I can't put a shelf of that stuff together. Like, I would love to have Megatron, Starscream, and Devastator... And like a couple of other ones in a scene against like Optimus and some of the OGs like Wheeljack and Prowl and 
you know, mirage in that. But I mean, you're looking at four or five hundred dollars put something like that together. Well, see, Probably that's kind of why I went with the smaller. I keep forgetting I have those small core figures where I have Optimus, Megatron, Starscream, and Soundwave. Yeah, but they don't have everybody. That's the thing. Well, they well they're slowly coming out. Like there's an Ironhide, there's a Rumble. Oh, okay. There's a Ravage, Skywarp, Shockwave. So like there's like you could get a nice little small little three and a half inch figure set. So that's it. That would be interesting. I mean, I already yeah. have four. I might as well. I might as well expand a little. But and even they're still those, only tw- they're still only around twenty bucks though now. I know, which is ridiculous. Like even those yeah. are going up. Like uh, when I got the the original one, like I picked up a Megatron for myself and got a couple for my son uh, a couple of years ago for Christmas. They were like nine ninety nine or ten ninety nine. I remember sending you them and saying these are awesome and look how cheap they are. Yep, and then I went and I grabbed the whole set of them because I'm an idiot. <laughs> they look. I mean, you got them on those acrylic cases and that they look nice. Oh, I don't have those on the acrylic. These are just sitting on my desk right now. Oh, I thought you did. Oh, no, it was the other. The I have my minis, the bags. little blind yeah, bag minis. That's right. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, like those look badass on that. Those acrylics. I got to buy another box of those acrylics. The acrylic, they're not cheap, though. It's 40 bucks no, for eight. No, they wouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, oh, I guess because I want to get my Batman minis up and maybe my Funko minis up. And that'll free up a little space. And then. I don't know. I don't know. I was talking to Swamp Ninja last night. He sent me a. He he was bad. I don't oh, want to yeah, tell what he bought, but but apparently he got a he got some wicked deals on some figures that I was I, I'm a little jealous over because we've been, well, me he, and him have both. I'll just say it's a Super Sentai related. He did. Uh, he posted something kind of cryptic on Twitter from from the two BD account and it said uh today is a good day or something and there was like skywarp he had a bunch of pictures and stuff did you see that i did not i haven't been on our social media today at all check out twitter because it looks like he might have made some purchases and that's kind of why i was hoping he'd jump in and join us today so he was out thrifting well, no, it wasn't thrifting. This is at a, I don't know if it was a Walmart or what it was, but uh, no, this is like a shelf out of a department store. Um, I wonder if he's got anything that I might be able, he, he might be able to part <laughs> with for me. Uh, he needs to jump on. Well, he's not going to. I'll probably try uh, to do a podcast with him later. Such a I'll bitch. do another episode with him. Yeah, I don't know if he picked anything up or not, but it was a pretty cryptic, cryptic post. Well, it's a good day. Today's a good day. So I've been playing some video games. I know you probably haven't been playing too much recently, but you still do. You still have your Game Pass uh, subscription. Your three months. Yeah, I haven't I haven't used it yet. Oh, you should be getting into it. There's some pretty cool games coming out, and some of them are like four player where we could probably like team up. There's a game called Redfall where it's like you're uh, you can be a team. It's kind of like left for. Uh, Back for Blood slash Left for Dead, but it's with vampires, so you have to beat like giant bosses. It's like skill trees. You level up, kind of like a Champions of Norath, but in 3D against vampires. Yeah. So I think that'd be kind of neat to play. But yeah, there's so much games coming out to this week too. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, I'm waiting for a Mortal Kombat 12 announcement too. That's what I'm waiting for. Is that supposedly coming down the pipeline? 
Well, yeah, considering they're normally the the games the the uh, life cycle of Nether album games are two years. Every two years, a new version. It's been three and a half, almost four years now, where we haven't gotten a new Mortal Kombat or Injustice. So I'm kind of hoping that when I get offline and I go search news, I might see some. Because it'd be nice to know what the fuck is going on. Because I want a new Mortal Kombat game to play. <laughs> I'm I'm all tired of Mortal Kombat 11 and X. Yeah, and they won't that's... do it. They won't remake that. They won't put out a, a remastered version of Mortal Kombat One. So, which always boggles my mind is how they haven't jumped on that bandwagon and got a got it like a, a a download or a disc out with like Mortal Kombat One, Two, and Three remastered, like just you know cleaner graphics. Yeah, it is kind of weird. I'm shocked it hasn't happened. You should uh, write. What's his face? Oh, I'm, so, I'm assuming he's probably heard it a lot. Uh, I'm not the first guy to think of this. <laughs> no, of course not. But uh, yeah, man, I would like to. I like some new Mortal Kombat news. Have you even fit? Have you? Oh, you haven't even played Eleven. No, you haven't even done the story mode. No, no, Mortal Kombat X was the last one I had. Um, yep. that game was the shit too. Love it was game. fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was, I think it was the first game I ever bought for the Xbox One. Because I got it the same day that I got the Xbox. I was at Costco. And, uh, of all places. And they had an Xbox One for, I don't know what it was, like 20% off or whatever. And then uh, I picked that up and it came with, I don't remember what game. It came with a game. And then, uh. As soon as I picked that up, we went right over to Toys R Us over there, and I picked up Mortal Kombat. And, and then immediately said, "Trips over, we have to go home." <laughs> Why no, play no. This? <laughs> I I remember I sent you a picture though. I remember saying, "I, I guess he's got the new Mortal Kombat." I remember that. I was like, "You fucker!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I do remember that, but yeah, that's that's the last one I played. Yeah, it's, oh man, I like, nothing better than sit down, like, I, I get nostalgic at night when I'm like, no one's up, I sit around and I play video games, so like, I'll go down the old rabbit hole of like, playing older games, and there's nothing better than like, playing an old school, like, game that you, that you didn't, like, you played in the arcade, but you'd never beat, but you get to play on infinite quarters, <laughs> because it's on a console, yeah. oh, yeah, so I was playing, like, uh, there's this Fatal Fury game. It was a fighting game called Fatal Fury. And I have a version of it, and it's like a it's like a direct port from the arcade. So you just use the select button to put quarters in. Yeah. So, you know, I, I got to play and try to actually finally beat the game and beat the final boss. But, man, <laughs> SNK bosses, man, they're notoriously fucking ridiculously hard. Holy shit. Like, just, like... The rules don't apply when you're fighting these guys. It's just like, well, it's my turn. I blocked. That's that's not zero on 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 block. You're, it has to be plus, but apparently it's not. Oh, it used to drive me nuts. But yeah, that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been doing lately. Is been going down the old uh, rabbit hole of playing. Like I played uh, Metal Gear Slug Double X, which is a fucking a. F- like man, I like if you liked Contra, and I think we all did as kids, yeah. children. 
Metal Slug is is the game. Like it's the contra of the arcade, and it is amazing. Like just playing it, just like boggles my mind how the arcade machines could run those graphics because it was just so it was ahead of its time when you think about it. Because you know this is back in the early like late eighties, early nineties before the game, the arcade crash type thing. And man, I was I lo- remember looking at that game, going like, man, that's a badass looking game. So then I I bought it for like six bucks on Xbox, and it's the direct port from the arcade. Same thing, pushing the select button, just go go go. Yeah, <laughs> and just I don't care. I got infinite quarters, man. You can kill me all day. I'm just gonna hit continue, <laughs> continue. <laughs> Continue. Well, it's, it's, they owe you. They owe you from when you were a kid and put all the quarters in. There. Oh, putting twenty bucks in quarters in that fucking machine in one night, yeah. And now I will beat it as an adult. Now I will destroy it as an adult. Damn it! So yeah, I've been doing that a little at night, and then of course you know watching. Like I said before bed, I have a little routine. I, I, I go downstairs and I start watching. I watch an episode of Japanese Spider Man, an episode of Super Sentai, Go Go Five. <laughs> And then I'll play a game, and then I'm usually going to bed. But yeah, that's that's the routine. A lot of just stupid, daring to be stupid, watching this shit. That's that's pretty much what I do. I um I've been playing the classic a lot lately, uh, the Nintendo Classic and the Super Nintendo Classic. Um, I shouldn't say a lot, but I've been playing it a bit lately, and. Uh, I've been trying to friggin' uh, what do you call it? Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The uh, what's that one that we were playing? It's like the mash 'em up. It's the arcade version. Like four people can actually play. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it was called TMT Arcade. Yeah, so I've been playing the crap out of that because as a kid, like the, when you were talking about the you know putting the quarters in and stuff, it reminded me of it. Um, as a kid, like, I mean, we all played that game and, uh, yeah, so I've been, I've been playing it and trying to, I still can't get, I can only get to like level four, but, uh, yeah, so that's been kind of taking up a bit of my time. Um, I'm still sitting on finishing off, uh, fallout on survival. Um, I'm basically down to the last mission. I've just been kind of putting it off because once it's done, it's done. And I don't know, not really to let go of it yet. <laughs> uh, but not much else. I haven't really been watching a lot of movies lately. We've been, uh, we've been actually pretty busy the last little while. So hasn't been a lot of really doinking around the house. That's all I do is doink around in the house. Well, that's all you can do. Yep, I just uh, go to work and go home and go to work and go home. That's what most people do. I don't even go to work because I work at home. Oh, my life would be so much easier if I could work from home. Oh, Yeah, I'm surprised you can't or or that you don't have something worked out where maybe you have to go into the office once or twice a week or something. Uh, We'll have have that conversation off air. (laughs) Yeah, of course. That's shop. Uh, That's not really what we're talking about, but... But yeah, yeah, no, I've, so you haven't, like, you've been reading anything? Like, I know you don't read, like, 
do you read books? I don't know if you read books. <laughs> no, because I just, my job is reading. So it's like, the last thing I want to do in my spare time is more reading. So I just, I mean, I, I don't read, sit down and read books. I kind of, I don't know. I'm a symptom of the times, I guess. Like I just read snippets of stuff here and there. Um, it's hard to stay on one subject for me now. I don't know what what's going on. I mean, I used to love reading when I was a kid, but not so much anymore. Too caught up in what's going on. Fear well, of missing I've, out. Fear of missing out. Yeah, I've tried to unplug myself from, like, I used to be kind of a news hound. Um, and it comes with the job, of course. That doesn't help. Uh, feeds into everything, but... I've tried to unplug myself from listening to the news and getting wrapped up in what's going on. And I was finding it was becoming an unhealthy addiction. So I've kind of tried to distance myself and it's funny because most of my friends are still into it. Like I just actually just got a message about five minutes ago from a buddy of mine that I used to work with. And he's like, are you following this whole Pentagon papers leak? And it's like, no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like i no i'm not he's like you were right about the about the war in ukraine and i'm like yeah i probably was but it's just like man i just i can't follow that stuff and the, you know i know this is off topic but the whole thing with like the indictment of donald trump and all that stuff like i have no interest in any of that crap like four or five years ago i would have been all about it but even last year, I would have been all about it, but it's just like, man, like it's not, it's not going to change anything. Like, he's not going to jail. <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny that I just kind of laugh that people get so wrapped up in this stuff. But you used to be like that. You used to. Be I know. Up in I know. I know. And I've just I laugh at myself. I'm like, yeah, I used to be like. I used to be so into that stuff. And now that I'm stepping back and kind of looking at it, I'm just like, how, like, how did I like fall for this stuff all these times? Like, it's just theater. The world's a play, sir. Well, nothing's, they're all like, like I've, I've had this conversation again, very off topic, off brand for us. Well, not really. We started, we, we started doing like when we first OG'd this podcast, we talked about basically anything that was on the table and we got into some heated discussions. Yeah. But, those were fun. Yeah. They're absolutely fun, but they were draining. Yes. Jesus. Starscream. Motherfucker. Oh, my, I just had a casualty fall down. That's all. He didn't break. Did he? No, luckily this figure's quite, uh, quite resilient. He falls a lot. So it's not a big deal. He's, he's mostly made out of this like rubbery style. Uh, it's not like hard plastic, kind of malleable. It's kind of weird. Oh, okay. It feels a little weird when you, when you have him in your hand and pose him, but, uh, yeah, he, he survived. He's fine. Um, Oh, there he goes again. Uh, <laughs> maybe put him in a different spot. I did. Uh, what I was doing was I was, I was playing, I was playing with him. I was taking photos with him there earlier before I did the podcast. Just messing around with some like filters and shit because you know I'm bored. Um, but yeah, as we were saying, we were talking about like you know, uh, the, the old podcast with how we get into it. Like, I myself, like, I like I'm not a politics guy. My problem is, is it doesn't matter who, who you vote for, you're not getting what you want because it's all they lie, everyone lies, they all lie. Oh, yeah, 
and like the, no one's really doing the the good for the uh for us it's whatever works for them and i find that's that's just kind of the way it's always been and it's always going to be that way um yeah in earlier times things were different but we can't reminisce we can't go back so we got to deal with what we got to deal with and you just kind of put your head down and deal with it like me going on social media and screaming about something is like like i said it goes into the abyss you might get i might get a couple of thumbs up or thumbs downs but at the end of the day did i did i accomplish anything no <laughs> no <laughs> no it's but it was something that like i don't know how to explain it like when i got online and i argued with these people it wasn't because I thought I was going to change anybody's mind. It was... You enjoyed the confrontation. You liked I enjoyed feeling the, superior I, making your points. Exactly. I, I, th I thrive on confrontation. I'm just... For some reason, I'm just that type of person. Like, I... I don't know. And, uh, like, that became, like, a major addiction for me was to go online and find something that somebody said that I didn't agree with and then basically trying to eviscerate them online and i did that for a few years and uh just after a while like i just i don't really get any joy out of that anymore so it's and then like <clears throat> nobody be, likes to be lied to and i just kind of at first i fell for all this stuff like you know people like watching someone like tucker carlson for example would come on and I mean, he's just a gaslighting merchant. Like, he's just a salesman. He's a snake oil salesman. They all are. Every one of them. CNN, Fox, it doesn't matter what side they're arguing for. Their whole purpose is just, just to gaslight their target audience and just to make everybody angry. So it's like, I have had enough of that. Like, So I've, I've pretty much unplugged myself. Like, I like to know what's, like, what's going on in the world, but... It's like there's certain things that are being pushed to the front that aren't really as important as things that aren't really being mentioned. Oh, yeah, for sure. I so. can. Yeah, there's lots of things that could be addressed. Lots and lots. <laughs> but we digress. <laughs> like I, this, is, this is a geek and toy podcast. <laughs> it is. We'll, we'll, we'll move on from there. But uh, yeah. So it's just, but I mean, it, it kind of ties in because it's what, you know, what we do with our free time. And, um, as I say, like that used to be one of my hobbies. So it's, it's just one of those things that I've kind of given up on. Um, but yeah, did you, uh, there was one other thing I was going to mention, uh, when we were talking about the He-Man stuff, mm -hmm. I feel that the, the origins line dropped the ball big time on this one. And I don't know if you've seen this figure. Uh, it's another one from the uh, like the anti Eternia line. Mm -hmm. It's not out yet, but it's there's pictures of this figure, so I assume that it's legit. Um, what's it called? He Skeletor. Have you seen this thing? Yep. So it's basically Faker. That's well, it's it Faker, is. but not it's Faker, but not in the the. He's like, he's it's blue, more of a. Though. He's blue, but he's got like uh, a different hairstyle. Yeah, ish, ish. He's Skeletor. No, I yeah, I've been I've been looking at it. I was going to pre-order it, but I'm like, ah, he's just... Faker, man. He's Faker with a with a different shade of blue, 
and a different chest plate and he's that's all he is i'm really disappointed in that like they and i get what he is like he's the foil to anti-attorney he-man so he's basically like a heroic skeletor figure but i really felt they dropped the ball on that i would have loved to have seen like a skeletor with like a like a flesh tone type motif going well, they, you mean just to take Keldor and make him flesh-colored and a little more beefier? But with the skeleton face. Well, would he have had the skeleton face, though? Like, Well, that's... Depending know, on the story. Like, thing. we don't know the story, right? So I guess, yeah, it's that's hard to... The, that's the thing. But I, I just, yeah, would he turn into Skeletor in this alternate universe? But I just... He's just faker. I just, I was really disappointed in that. That's a oh, I get it, but I mean, when you really, when you really think about it, all the anti-attorney He-Man is is just a He-Man figure turned black. Yeah, but it looks cool and it's different. <laughs> okay, okay, listen, I'm with you. I think it's badass too. It's just, <laughs> but what you're, but but what you're comparing, like when you're saying that it's just Faker, it's like, well, Faker's just anti-attorney He-Man painted blue. <laughs> yeah, but this guy is literally blue though. Like he's, they didn't even like, I don't know. <laughs> like I know you can't paint Faker with a flesh tone because that's E Man. Well, but... you could, but you you make him like you get you put you <laughs> scrape him up with some metallic fucking destruction on him or something. They should have done the Spock thing and and put like a goatee on him or something. <laughs> gave him a, gave him the dirt stash like Vince McMahon. Yes, just something like give him a like a full beat. Like I don't know, that would have been kind of even that I would have been sold on. Like just show me. Show me like he Skeletor with a with a with a goatee or a full beard, and I don't know, maybe he's red or something, like just something different. Yeah, no, I could listen. I agree, man. Like I looked I at it and I'm like, to it. I, well, I was looking forward to it, and then all of a sudden I saw it, and it's like it's just like you said, it's Faker with a different chess piece, a different yeah. maybe a, a a darker blue, maybe. But like, yeah, there know. wasn't, and like, I think there's some white wisps through the hair. I think if you get a close up, yeah, it was on the foosh the other day and they were talking about it and I was like, oh yeah. Cause it I mean, it looks have, like faker. I have the anti-attorney He-Man and it's like, I would love to get like, I, when, when I got that figure, I'm thinking, okay, they're eventually going to come out with, you know, the opposite, like the foil to the anti-attorney He-Man. They're going to come out with some sort of version of Skeletor. And this is what they came out with. He Skeletor too. Like such a dumb name. I don't know. Well, I mean, really it does, it does follow the motif of He-Man though. <laughs> like, But he's not Skeletor because he's, there's nothing, there's nothing skeletal about him. So if they, if they packaged him in with like a skeleton head, that you'd be okay with that? An alternate head? Yeah. Or yeah, just, I don't know how they could have done it. Like just something, show me something I haven't seen before. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I was really disappointed in it. Like just yeah. I want to. I'm trying to get my hands on. Like I want to get myself the uh, an evil Lin, but the yellow skin, not the the white skin that I have. Yeah, the original from the, the original, the like the comic book wave, and she's she's up there now. <laughs> yeah, she's up there. I was like, it's same, with the, same with the same uh, with the with uh, the original Tila with the cobra, like the snake armor. 
and she's green like that's a you know that's from straight from the comic books that's cool but it's yeah that's up there too yeah, it'd be cool to go back and collect the the ones that they've modeled right after the comics like there's the version of trap jaw that they did uh we have the mm -hmm. merman um there's the the beast man one there's the tila there's the evelyn that you mentioned there is the skeletor yeah, it's the Lords of Power version, right? Or something yeah. like that, L-O-P? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it would be awesome to collect all those. But expensive. It is. It gets up there. It, it, it adds up quick when you start talking, like, what you, what you have and what you want and how much you want to spend. You're like, oh, that's way outside my price range. Yeah. When you go looking for stuff. Um what else have you been doing? Anything Anything else other than, you know, complaining online about stuff? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been doing less of that. That's the thing. Uh, just watching my Penguins miss the playoffs for the first time in 16 years. That's fun. Oh, well. it's a rebuilding year. It's a rebuilding year. I, uh, it's going to be. Yep. I know you're not into sports at all, but uh, that was. I used to be. I'm not so much now. Like, I used to watch hockey all the fucking time. All the time. You said basketball. Love to watch basketball. Just got away from it. Never and then never got never went back. Just got into other shit. Comic books. <laughs> yeah. You know? No, I get it. Who, who knows? <laughs> I got a few. I do have a couple of figures of hockey players, so it kind of ties in, I guess. And obviously, I'm into the hockey cards. Um, no hockey cards lately. I did find uh, one of the Holy Grail cards that I've been after. I don't know if I mentioned this to you. Yeah, it was on the last, you mentioned on the last podcast, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, so that's kind of an update. So, um, one of the Holy Grail cards, I I collect, one of the players I collect is Evgeny Malkin, and there was a uh, a variant of his rookie card um, that's out of 100, so there's only 100 of these made. It came out in his rookie year, and it was graded, and... Uh, the guy started the auction at like a dollar ninety nine, which I mean gets everybody's attention, of course. And uh, it was up to like three fifty or four hundred or something like that, with like hours left. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, okay. And I'm yeah, because we discussed this, and I said the most I ever spent on a card was seven fifty. And I said, you know, I'd probably go up to six, six fifty if I absolutely had to for this particular card. And, uh, so, you know, the, the, uh, the time started to, to quickly tick away and we were down to like, I had set an alarm to when there was like a half hour left in this auction and it was still at like four fifty. and I'm thinking, okay, I might even, might even get a, a taste of this. It was, uh, the auction ended on Easter. So I'm hoping that a lot of people are kind of tied up. Obviously not every single person will be, but you know, I've noticed in the past, like on Christmas and stuff, it's a little tip for you eBay sellers out there. Never have your auctions end on like major holidays because people are busy and they're not, they forget about shit. Um, I've gotten some pretty good deals like on, on holidays, like on Christmas and stuff, because I assume not everybody's watching eBay auctions. Uh, so I, I thought, you know, Maybe there's a chance at this thing. And, uh, you know, half a minute left. Or, sorry, half a half an hour left. And it was at like 4, 450. 
So I'm watching it and I'm thinking, okay, with like 15 minutes left, I'm going to throw in a, a bid for, you know, maybe 500 bucks. And, uh, 15 minutes came up and it was all of a sudden up to 550. And I'm like, okay, I'm probably not getting this card. So time started ticking down a bit more and it's still at 550. I'm like, damn it. Like, I'm going to have to do this, aren't I? And then, like, <laughs> luckily, I guess, with like five minutes left, the bidding just went nuts. So it ended up at $1,500, which is about where I thought it would end up. So that's that kind of shows you that's why I was willing to pay like up to 600 for it, because that still would have been severely underpriced. $1,500. And it's just like, I was glad it was a relief because it was like, okay, like there's no way in hell I was ever spending anything close to that. So I'm glad some, like, I'm glad whoever got it paid for it. And you're hoping he doesn't get a return on his investment. (laughs) No, absolutely not. Because that would mean that, uh, no, no ill will. Like I, I appreciate that. Like I respect that when somebody goes out, and gets that piece that they want. Like, I, I don't resent that at all. Um, I resent that you might have the money to do it, but I mean, you know, you, you probably earned it. So good for you. Um, no, if, if the market crashed on, on Malkin, I would lose a lot of money because I have a lot of his cards. So that was the excitement. That was your excitement, the, the, uh, the bidding war of 2023. Yeah, so <laughs> as I said, like I've lamented on here many times that sports cards are still ridiculously priced. So it's, uh, I as I said, like I got a bit of tax money back and I was looking to treat myself and, you know, I was thinking maybe a hockey card or something, but I can't like, there's just not in range. So I went for this. For this GI Joe deal that I got, it's a good deal, man. I can't wait for them. The pa- when do you when do you expect your package to come? Uh, he's gonna ship Monday, just because. I mean, I understand you're not gonna ship on the weekend, so I expect it's coming from Edmonton. So I'm not expecting that for probably a couple of weeks. I'd, I'd I hope this you... might, but he's like for the shipping cost that he's sending it. He's it's not like expedited or anything like that. Like he kind of gave me some options and I just said, no, I'm like, I'm in no hurry. Like, plus I don't want to spend like $60 for shipping. So I'm just like, no, just, you know, just send it. Just give me the tracking number when you send it. So I usually like, I've gotten stuff from out West before and it's usually about two weeks. It's not too bad though. Two weeks and then all of a sudden you'll get the package. That's and what are you gonna do? You're just gonna open it up and leave them in box, or are you gonna do, go finally bite the bullet and just open them all up and start posing? Well, as I said, I'll like I'm not gonna do it right then and there, but you know, like the that the next the following weekend or whenever I have like the day off, I'll they're not gonna fit on the shelf all in package. There's no point in even and as I say, like with the with the classified packaging, like it doesn't have any nostalgia to it. So I'm not, I'm not like hooked on it or anything, especially the new stuff, like whether you can't even see the figure. Yeah. It's all just cardboard now. Yeah. Like the, the crimson bat one is one of those. And it's like, I am not leaving that in the package. Like the whole reason I got the bats was to put the three of them next to each other. Mm -hmm. 
I missed out. This guy had the uh, the comic book version of the bats too, where he's like the same color as Cobra Commander. Oh right. Yeah, I wanted that one too, and he had it for like fifty bucks, but that went pretty quick. Yeah, it's a rare variant. It's hard to hold on to that one. Like it would have been really cool <laughs> to have the four of them. So I'm kind of after that figure too. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's pretty, pretty great, man. I'm just like, I'm still waiting for toys to be sent to me. So <laughs> fucking, guy. fucking guy, fucking guy, friggin' you should write uh, a bad Yelp review for peeps and creeps for peeps and creeps. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, it's just, it, I'm just waiting for those when they, when they get shipped, that'll be cool. And then of course, if I decide to sleep on the, the deal I was talking about there on big bad toy store, I might be up six figures. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, six new toys to put on the shelf. That Jake the Snake figure sounds pretty badass. That's going for like 80 bucks nowadays. Oh, the one that uh, Swamp Ninja is supposed to send down to me? The one that you expect in your package, yeah. Yes, and I have the Bray Wyatt as well. You want the, that Undertaker? The friend. You gotta get that Undertaker. You gotta get the Scareglow Undertaker, sir. Dude, that thing is like 180 bucks. I've still seen it for like $80, $90. You can still find it. I don't know. I don't know if I want to go down that realm because then what will happen is I'll get the, the Taker Scareglow. Then I'll be like, well, I got to get Cena. And then I got to get... Uh, no, you start you've, already got, you've already got two or three. Uh, yeah, but wrestlers. then I'll, I'll be looking at it going like, oh, well, there's that Mr. T one and there's a Roddy Piper one. Oh, you don't want the Mr. T one. That's garbage. Oh, I know it is, but it's worth some money. <laughs> same with the same with like the Stephanie McMahon one, and there's a few others that are just the Goldberg garbage. one. Yeah, like who? Oh, the Goldberg one is garbage. The Stephanie McMahon is just evil in with a Stephanie McMahon head sculpt and then yeah. uh, the helmet. That's it. That's all they changed. It's almost identical to the evil Lynn figure. But there are some really cool ones, like the Undertaker. Oh, one did is really you, cool. you saw the new Hordak figure I got, right? Uh, I don't think I did. Oh, I sent it, or no, maybe I sent it, I think I just sent uh, Swamp Ninja. So that new animated series that's geared towards kids. Yeah. For, for the He-Man. The, the designs on them are really interesting. I don't know why I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm gravitated towards it, but I'm like, so I have a Skeletor. Yep. Then I got a Triclops. I saw that you sent the picture of the Triclops. I didn't see that. Now I have a Hordak. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, I'll send you a pick here. Let Where are you finding here. these? Uh, they're they're on the uh, clearance rack at Walmart. Okay. And but they shouldn't have been on clearance because they're they're new. brand new figures. So anyway, I think it was because they were really beat up. Anyway, I got the Hordak for twelve, and I got the Triclops the for Triclops like nine dollars. Yeah, you sent me that seven one, or eight yeah. bucks. I can't even remember. But anyway, I got the. Uh, Interesting. I got that figure and I was like, oh, this is it's not too bad. Like and they're not super expensive, which is which is also awesome. They're only like thirteen bucks, like brand new if you find them on the shelf. So is that line tempting you? Well, obviously, because I have three figures now. <laughs> the Merman looks badass though. Does it? Oh dude, uh yeah, if you you should probably look it up. Uh actually, here I'll send you this photo here first. I didn't um I didn't even look into it because that whole like series like looks really bad. So I didn't bother. 
there is a merman that i have flagged on ebay it's from the the 200x or 2000x series um he's asking like 40 for it yeah but it's just like eh, like i didn't really get into that so i don't know if it has any nostalgia for me yeah, I'm trying to find this merman. The merman I was I was kind of interested in because it doesn't look like a typical uh, like figure. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's uh, very interesting. I'm going to try to find a picture of it and I'll send it to you. Yeah, I see the Hordak. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, they kind of it's kind of based on the uh, uh, new She-Ra uh, cartoon that was on. Netflix. So it's kind of based on they made Hordak or like this younger, sleeker, less husky guy. <laughs> yeah. So I was like watching, you know, I was, uh, I was always interested in that. And I was like, okay. So I grabbed him. The only thing I don't like is the, like the little wings they gave him. It's they're sparkles. So I don't understand why it's sparkly. It's kind of weird. Yeah, Cause it's for kids. Yeah. But I mean, sparkles. Kids like an evil sparkles. dude with sparkles. Like I, this yeah. isn't Twilight. This is fucking He Man. Come on. Well, that's uh, what are you gonna do? Yeah, it's hard to say. I don't even know the name of the line of this figure. I can't find it. When I find it, I'll send you a picture of it. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm like, I'm kind of interested in those figures, and like I said, they're still not like, and I can still get in on the ground floor, so I'm not spending like abstract uh, astronomical amount of money. I want some new mini attorney He Man. Is what I want. Like the minis. Have I really they... like those fucking minis. Yeah, those are nice. I have a handful. Have they stopped producing them, or what's the They're, deal? Well, uh, they have the new Skeletor from that kid series. So I'm like, well, I guess I'll have to grab that. I mean, luckily, they're still only like eight bucks, nine bucks. They haven't still like missing gone... a ton of them, too. Well, I am. I, I, um, I need the Slime Pit versions of Tila, Man at Arms. And, yeah, uh, you you got to get the, there's a set with those in it. Yeah, and then there's a buzz off, and I think uh, yeah, there's Zodiac. a buzz off in, in in is the other slime pit one, but yeah, so I was like looking at those, so maybe I'll delve back into those too since they're not super expensive. But yeah, man, like I want I want like uh, I want prices to freeze right now. Fuck, it's getting ridiculous. <laughs> That's not happening, sir. Oh, I know that. But yeah, no, I've been just playing around up in the room, doing my, like I said, just moving things around. Like every now and then I'll like move the the ones that I got hung up in the wall. I'm like, oh, that does, I don't like that there. I'm going to move him over here and move this guy there. Like, so right now I have the transform, like I have the transforming He-Man at the top, He-Man in the middle, and then I have anti-Eternia He-Man right underneath it. So that's kind of like nice little uniform. Yeah. But, but yeah. Have you walked the loop in the last little while? Like, have you gone to the toy stores? I was at Toys R Us yesterday. Same old crap? Not yesterday. Uh, no, was it yesterday? It was Thursday, sorry. Not Friday. I went Thursday. Me and, uh, me and the, my buddy Nick from work, we went up uh, for lunch. We were walking around and uh, talked him into buying a uh, Funko. So that was kind of neat. <laughs> Which one? Uh, he got a Peacemaker. He loves that. He loved that show. Oh, and okay. he's like, he was like getting into uh, his, uh, getting back into his toys and stuff. So yeah, he saw the Funko. He saw two of them. There was the the Peacemaker in his underwear and just the helmet. 
which was kind of he's like that's kind of gay um <laughs> but <laughs> that's just uh. yeah and then uh and then the uh the the original peacemaker with the but it had the red eyes on it i think it was like trying to like for shooting missiles or something but yeah, yeah. he got he picked up one of those and it was just kind of it was kind of hilarious because he's like not into toys at all but then he's like oh I like that. And he just picked up and bought oh, it. That's how it starts. That's what I said. And he's like, I kind of like these Funkos. I'm like, yep. Okay. You're hooked. Go yep. back up to Toys R Us. They're selling them all off for like 11 bucks now. That's how it starts. I was looking at maybe picking up some cheap Funkos, but I'm like, there's nothing there that I really want. No. Cause all the ones I want are already gone and worth way more money than they're, what they're going for now. <laughs> I'd love a Hordak one, but man, that's 350 bucks. Holy crap. Yeah, it's crazy. 350 for a Funko. What's yeah. that? I have the Merman one. And what'd you pay for that? Like 50? The Merman one? No, yeah. it was on sale there at Toys R Us for like $9.99 one day. Oh, you got it on you got it in the wild. That's good. Yeah, I, got I thought that maybe in the you wild. had to order it or something. No, I never I haven't like Funko, I Funko's a weird one for me. Um I never sought any of them out, but if I happen, like I'll look at them and just, if there's a character, like a random character that I'd be interested in, I I'll pick it up. So I have like a, I have a Megatron. I have a merman. I have a Mario Lemieux. I have a Yevgeny Malkin, like just wide range of stuff. Right. And I got, uh, I got the wife, a, a sloth one from the Goonies cause she loves the Goonies. Just, just random figures, right? That I'll pick up. Um, but I don't like I don't purposely look look for them. My son has five or six of them. They're all like Star Wars ones. And he has the Optimus Prime one. That's cool. Yeah. So he's but again, like they're cool to display and stuff, but you can't really I don't know. You can't pose them. You can't put them in power positions. No, you can't really do anything with it. You just display them. And I had a, I had a handful of the Mighty Mugs ones. You remember those? Yeah. It was like the precursor to the, to the Funko ones. So I have like Darth Vader, the Emperor, uh, Boba Fett. Like I have a These Megatron. all still in box? Yep. Megatron, Cobra Commander. So I have a few of those. I'm still looking at, uh, I found this guy last night that, uh, he's selling a lot of, remember the, the Transformers reissues? Yeah. And you remember how you found them at Walmart? You found a, like a Starscream at Walmart and it was still like 70, $80 or something ridiculous like that at the time. Yep. This guy has the reissues and they're not knockoffs. They're like reissues. He's in the, he's in Canada here. He's got an Optimus Prime still in box for 50 bucks. I was taking a hard look at that just to, you know, 50 bucks. I mean, that'd make you jealous and it might, might get something from you down the line. Um, he's got a lot of the OGs. Like he's got a, a bumblebee and it's on like the card. Like it used to be like, so he's got that for like 20 bucks. He has a devastator for 250. It's just like, man, that looks nice. Like all like they've completely, You've seen them, so they've completely like remade the original packaging and everything. It's got like the, you know, the little status thing on the back where you have to use the red 
Yeah, yeah, the decoder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the original artwork and everything. It's like, man, like the the Optimus is really tempting. I don't even collect them, but it just piss you off. So I was thinking it about it. Piss me off. Not piss you off, but it'd, it'd make you jealous. It would. You know it would. I don't know, man. I really like my Optimus I got on my shelf. <laughs> yeah, but this is like the OG. See, here's the thing. Like, I have I have nostalgia for, for older figures, right? Like I, I like it'd be like if I had the money and the, the and the capital to to go and and try to go recollect my childhood, sure, I would do it. But knowing that I don't have that kind of money. I know that, oh, well, if I spend X amount of dollars on this figure at the, in this ground level, you know, it's going to be, it may not be, you know, a, a big investment, but I enjoy it because it reminds me of my childhood. So yeah, original figures and like reissues and stuff don't really turn my crank, I guess. Really? That's what I should say. It's more of a, like, if I like... Because like I know it's the it's literally all it is it's like they took the old molds yeah, and just course. re-injected them right of so course. it's like I remember the sculpt like I I remember the sculpt of Optimus Prime and when I played with it as a kid because I had one when I was younger and then I just beat it, it he I it was beat to shit yeah you just you right? played with it I played with it but like I remember the way it looked and he had like the way his head and his chest looked always bothered me because it didn't look like the cartoon. <laughs> See, I always thought that was one of the better figures. Oh yeah, it was way better than Megatron for sure. <laughs> well, yes, but like I mean, like was. my favorite figure from like the original series line was Ultra Magnus. I don't know why, because There's he was literally even big Optimus, and... but he's white. Well, he's a a white Optimus Prime, but then you got all those uh, extra things that you had to stick on him in the doodads, right? I think that's yes. what it was—is the the power armor. Yeah, because he was I more guess. powerful than Prime. Essentially, is what the, the how they uh, marketed him towards children. It was like he was the big bad of the the Autobots now. Yeah. Ultra Magnus. <laughs> he's got a uh, he's got like a shattered glass. Uh, yeah, I know. Trust back. me, I would love to go shattered glass, but those figures are just so expensive. I think he's for how on, old they are. I think he's got it for one hundred and fifty. For for an Ultra Magnus? No, for the Optimus Shattered Glass. Oh yeah, still 150. I mean, yeah, yeah it's cool. It's, man, it looks nice. Oh, I know. Listen, I'm looking. I'm always can looking, imagine, bud. Can you imagine putting that next to the to the Anti Attorney He Man and having like the alternates of the two, like two of the biggest heroes of our childhood? Like that. Yeah, that's why cool, I have a man. Nemesis Prime. I'm I'm ordering a Nemesis Prime. Oh, you actually, I thought you, I thought you had decided not to because it was too expensive. No, I'm, I'm going to, or like, it's still, it's still in pre-order. I'm waiting until I can actually like get it. But like yeah. when the Nemesis Prime launches, I'm buying that. That's, that's my, that's my anti-Eternia Optimus. Because I'm getting it in the same line as my Optimus. And all it is, it's the exact same figure with just black and red. Yeah. And I should know better, <laughs> but I'm no, going to do it anyway. It. I get I'm it. gonna do it anyway. I so when I that when that launches, it. that's that's what I'm going with. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be grabbing one of those for sure. And they're launching a Megatron of that line too, so I'm waiting for that pre-order to launch too. So yeah, he's in like Autobots colors, right? 
No, 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 not not shattered glass. Some that MDLX line that I ordered, like my Optimus. Oh, okay. That really high, highly articulated. They don't transform into ro- into vehicles. Yeah. They're they're making a Megatron of that, and it's badass looking. There's a Megatron that I'm still sitting on. It's uh, it's like the MP th- uh, MP masterpiece line. Yeah, it's the masterpiece one. It actually turns into the P- Walter PP30 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I've I've found one in China for like it's a knockoff, obviously, but it's for eighty six dollars and no sh- and like free shipping. And it's just like man. Yeah, but until until you go to the checkout and then you'll have to pay customs. Yes, that's the problem, yeah. and and tax. So I'm kind of worried about how much that actually will work out to be. That's kind of why I haven't, pardon the pun, pulled the trigger on it. Yeah, but, uh, I got, I got, we got burned on customs one time because we, when we were in Thai, we were back when we were doing Taekwondo, the whole family we bought all the kick pads and stuff from a company in China. Yeah, because it was cheaper. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But then the so we got the we ordered it, and then when they got to the door, they expected us to swipe a card for another three hundred bucks. I was like, what? <sighs> This was like, like this was from a, a website and didn't even tell us that it had to go through customs. Yeah, you're so we didn't to know even know. Stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so long story short, you know, we paid. You know, we thought that we got a good deal of like two hundred dollars for pads, kick pads, and 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 gloves and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, it came to the door and it's like, oh yeah, by the way, you got to pay three hundred dollars for custom fees. We're like, oh cool, cool. I could have just bought it here on. <laughs> I could have bought it on the island for the same price. <laughs> Yeah, for that we just for that we're paying now. So, live and learn. Live and learn when you order from international. Yeah, it's that stuff always worries me. And even if you're ordering from the states, it can be random. Like the there's no. I mean, they say there's like guidelines for how much they charge, but it seems to be random. Sometimes you don't even get charged. Yeah, sometimes you get nothing. They'll say customs. They'll say zero dollars because they're like, meh, who cares. Or like, it's this, I don't it's know this what small it little package, on. no big deal. Well, it's not. It's not even just that it's small, but it's like I've heard of because I'm on a lot of card sites and stuff and card trading uh, groups and that. And like one of the common questions is like, I live in the states, I want to ship to Canada, but the guy's asking how much the the duties are, and I don't know what to tell him. And you know, you get directed to a site and stuff, and then you start reading the threads because, I mean, it affects anybody who collects cards. I rarely will order stuff from the States because it's not the size of the package. It's supposedly the dollar value. And there's this site you're supposed to, it's like a, a legit site, quote unquote, and you're supposed to be able to go there and you put in the price of the item and you put in like what it's, what it's, um, I guess, designated as so there's different categories and you put in sports collectibles is the closest thing i can find that's supposed to spit back the valid like the the duty you can expect to be charged and it's usually a range and i got reading the threads and of course you have to take everything with a grain of salt but i don't know why they'd lie about it but there's people talking it's like yeah i ordered like a 400 dollars card from the states i live in canada and when it came to the door there was no duty on it and then there's another guy that would say, you know, I ordered one that was like $350 and I had to pay $40 in, in duties. And then, you know, people would get talking and there's a guy that said, like, literally, I've ordered stuff and sometimes I pay duty and sometimes I don't. And I've noticed that, like, the prices are, they're almost random. He's like, I've ordered several items that are around the same price range, 
but the duty the difference in the duty prices is like 30 40 dollars like there's just no friggin rhyme or reason so you're could kind be, of playing it could be it could be something to do with what what state they're in too like the states might have different that's possible that's a good that's a good point so I mean, it could be could be a multitude of things. Why? But yeah, it's it's nothing worse than you know get, expecting your package and then you open up and then they're like surprise more money and you're like motherfucker. Especially when it's <laughs> almost as like a hundred percent like in your case. Yep, it was almost like the exact same amount I paid for for the pads. It was just like ridiculous. Anyway, it like, was like yeah, not fun. No, and it's it's they hold it hostage. Like if you don't pay it, then oh, I guess you're at the the original investment that you made in this item. Yeah, they're just like, well, we're gonna take it back until you can pay. I'm like, okay, okay, I'll just pay. Like let let us pay for it. Yeah. Calm it's down. Annoying. It's annoying. So yeah. I like usually if I order for something from the states, uh, like on eBay, um, there's there's a what's called a global shipping program. And they tell you up front what the charge is. So that's, that's kind of what really burned me on that. You remember how I spoke about the, the most I ever paid for a hockey card was seven fifty. The yeah. card itself wasn't seven fifty. I actually only paid like 500 for the card. The extra two fifty was in taxes and duties and shipping. Oh, Jesus. And I knew, like, I knew that going in, and I still felt it was a good deal, like seven fifty. Okay, I'm like, he's asking five hundred for the card. It's going to come out to about seven fifty to me, but that's still a hell of a deal. As I said, like, I could easily flip that card right now, and probably get about sixteen, seventeen hundred dollars for it, if not more. Um, Start selling. Woo! <laughs> no, it's it's one of my prized cards. It's Lemieux and Yager, man. Like two of my like my two favorite hockey players dual signature card it's a card i really wanted and th that'll only go up in value like that's like it's not going to go down yeah especially when they die especially when yager finally retires that too he's still playing over in europe you're like please fucking stop please well i don't really care either way but it's just like I don't plan on selling that card. It's one of those things that's like, it's, it's a nasty card. It's um, I've, I think I've talked about it before. It's, I used to have the poster. So it's when they won their second Stanley cup and they have the two of them back to back with the Stanley cup in the middle of them. It's like, a, yeah. it's a basically a, a version of that poster on a hockey card and they've both hard signed it in like gold ink. And it's like, it's badass. Now, was this signed like the the company who makes the cards makes this, or was this like somebody had the card and then got a no, card signed? It's, it's upper deck, um, like signed, like it's on the back. It says congratulations, you have a card signed by Mario Lemieux and Yarmir Yager. The card was signed in the presence of an upper deck official. Blah blah blah. Yeah, it's an officially signed. It's not like an in person, like where the person. Yeah, had it's the card put. Made. It's put in the package, signed and numbered. Yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, yes. Yeah, signed it's not something that like I had. Like if I had like a no. Guy Lafleur card and had it walked up I don't, and had him sign. I don't buy those because you can't. You, there's no way to authenticate. Well, I mean, you have to send it in. Yeah. But no, this is like officially authenticated and everything. Well, that's good then. At least you don't have. You know, you have, you got what you you paid for. Oh, I wouldn't have paid. I wouldn't have paid that for it if it wasn't. So, 
Now, but here's the thing now. Now, because they're in the, like, it's a, it's a card that's signed and packaged by Upper Deck. If I were to get, like, say, a Mario Lemieux rookie card, and I yeah. got it hard signed myself and had it sent in and had it authenticated, would that be worth more than the card in the set signed? See, here's the weird thing about that. Yeah. Um, since since you're kind of asking about it, when you buy a hockey card or when you have a hockey card and you get it signed in person, and mm-hmm. even if you send it in and get it authenticated and everything, mm-hmm. for some reason collectors are not super horny about those. You'll find people that'll collect that stuff, but like as a as an average, no. Like a, a signed Mario Lemieux hockey uh, rookie card would probably be worth less than the actual rookie card. Wow. It's weird. Really weird. But if you got, and I've seen it, like sometimes uh, like it, one of the premium products of hockey cards, it's called the cup. It's from Upper Deck. And that's where you find like a lot of signed stuff, uh, a lot of like patches of jerseys from games, like the game worn jerseys and things like that. Um, sometimes as a, like, uh, you'll get like every card can't be like a, you know, like a banger. So you'll get what's called an artist proof. And it's where the, the concepts for the cards, like it'll just be one card um, and you'll get it. And it'll be like, say a Mario Lemieux card, where like the hole where the jersey should have been is there and there's like a blank spot where he would have signed it mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a, a like a printing plate or a like an artist proof mm-hmm. and i've seen people go out and get those signed you'd think that that would be worth as much as like a signed card but it's not like for some reason people don't like it when people go out and get that stuff signed on their own, as opposed to when you open it up in package signed. You'd think it'd be worth about the same amount, but it isn't. It's, it's really weird. Collectors, collectors are really weird that way. Hmm. You can find people that collect that stuff, but right. Like, I'll give you a good example. So, Yarmir Yager rookie card in Upper Deck, mm-hmm. nineteen ninety Upper Deck. You can get what's called uh, Upper Deck buybacks, and they're like just random cards that are inserted in upper deck that you buy now. So what they've, what upper deck has done is they have a bunch of these cards from 1990 still on hand, or they'll buy them from people and they'll send them to the hockey player. They'll get them signed. They'll serial number it and they'll send you, they'll put a little sticker on it from upper deck. And it says, you know, this is a upper deck buyback. So a Yarmir Yager rookie card official buyback insert mm-hmm. from Upper Deck, it's probably worth about fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars Now, if I took right. that same card, uh, mm-hmm. and I have a number of Yager rookie cards, and I went out and I got him to sign it, and I sent it into one of the grading card companies, and they, uh, they authenticated <coughs> it, mm-hmm. it's probably worth about $250. See, weird, that's weird. Right? Yeah, it's really very, weird. Very weird. But that's the way she goes. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I'm glad I was never into signatures. Well, I mean, when we were kids, it was pretty much impossible to get. Like, the hockey cards back then, you just didn't get those types of inserts. Stakes weren't that high back, as high back then. No. But they, you know, like, as time has gone on with sports cards, like, after the crash in the early 90s, because, you know, they were mass produced and everybody was into sports cards, um, the hobby died for a while. And then it eventually came back in the early 2000s, around the time that like Crosby and Ovechkin were drafted for hockey. And then it became 
popular again, they started marketing hockey cards to like high rollers, I guess you call it. So yeah, the old brick breaks as they call them. Yeah, it wasn't marketed to like where you could just walk in and grab a uh, like, I mean, you still could. But they had to incentivize like a more premium product. And that's when like they started coming out with these like sign cards, pieces of hockey jerseys, uh, pieces of hockey sticks. I've even seen some cards with like a piece of skate. Like it's of crazy. Skate. This stuff. Yeah. There's one it's called the Blades of Glory or Razor's Edge. And it has like literally a sliver of their of the blade of one of their skates. And I'm assuming game worn skate game worn skate and it's authenticated by upper deck and all that stuff so it's legit and how much it would a box like how, like to buy a box of that those cards how much well would that's you, that's the thing you, do, you don't buy a box of like cards with pieces of skate on them you th- th- it's a card that's in the cup um product so you might like find one in every like 20 boxes or something right so well i mean okay so have those boxes in the cup how much do those cost a box of cup cards right now i think the last one that just came out is like $2,400. Jesus Christ. So you buy a box of cup and there's six cards in it and you're paying $2,400 for it. And some of those cards might even be duds. Like they're not even good cards. You're guaranteed a rookie patch auto. And that's what a lot of people collect. Cause depending on the player, those can skyrocket. Um, you're guaranteed at least, I think two signatures, two base cards, and then you have a chance at what's called a case hit. So it's like uh, like an example of a case hit would be like a, a, a dual signed Mario Lemieux Wayne Gretzky card with a chunk of their jersey. So oh, I mean wow. you could easily okay. yeah, you could easily get like seven, eight thousand dollars for that. I've seen them go for that. But again, that's a case hit. So there's twelve boxes in a case. So that's like a one in twelve box chance of getting something of that magnitude. So one box is 2400 bucks, but if you yeah. wanted to buy a case, so if you bought it by the case, how many boxes <laughs> are in a case? So there's, I think there's 12 boxes in a case. So you, you're guaranteed to get one of those case hits in that box, then, is what you're saying. You are, but the case hit is not necessarily going to be Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux. Right? No, no, I understand that, but you're getting, so if you bought a box of 12, you would get, you get, uh, you get, yeah, case of 12, sorry. Yeah you would be guaranteed one type of case hit of some sort. You would be, yes. But you, so that's, that's like, that's... So do you, get a, do, you get, do you get a discount if you bought a case as opposed to a box? I don't know. Like, because I've never... I know with, like, normal hockey cards, you would get a case. It's called a case break. So, you know, like... I have a buddy that bought when... Uh, when Connor McDavid was a rookie, his rookie year... Mm-hmm. Everyone was going nuts, and that product sold out all over the place because everybody wanted a Connor McDavid rookie card. Mm-hmm. Um, and a buddy of mine bought a case that year, and he he got a case break. So I think it came out to like he paid twenty dollars less for a box. So he got the twelve boxes. A box was going for about one hundred and ten bucks, so he paid like ninety dollars a box when he bought the entire case. Okay, all right. So they give you, I don't know if that depends on the dealer or not. Well, that's the other thing too. Like, but I would imagine there would be some sort of incentive. Yes. And he did end up getting like five Connor McDavid rookie cards in the case. So he did really well, like really, really well. Is his card even worth anything now though? It's worth about 14, $1,500. 
<laughs> so okay. yeah. He just happened to get one of those cases where a bunch of the boxes had them in it. And that happens. So when he got uh, five so he got five rookie cards. I think actually I think he got four. So four rookie cards. So already he's probably well, he's up money, obviously. Yeah. So what so he did He kept so one he, and sold he, three. <laughs> no, he kept he kept three. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I know, this is what happened. So he he kept three. Uh I last I heard he was trying to get them graded, but I don't know what happened. I don't know if he ever, ever got them graded. And he actually sold one to me because I I bought a couple of boxes and I didn't get one. Oh. And I'm just like, oh. Well, I opened one of the boxes and I kept one of the boxes closed. Mm-hmm. The box itself is going for about fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars because that's just what happens. It's weird. Um, so I ended up taking the unopened box and trading that plus eighty dollars for the for the Connor McDavid rookie card. So essentially, I paid ninety dollars for the box at the time. So I paid one hundred and seventy dollars for a, a Connor McDavid rookie card, which I could right now get fifteen hundred dollars for. So I did well. That's interesting. Yeah. He gave me a break. Just, I knew him really well. Like his buddy. See, I, I've been thinking I'm maybe getting into cards, <laughs> but not, but not hockey cards, not hockey cards, not basketball cards. So I was looking at the AEW upper deck stuff. Okay. And I don't know what those kind of like, are. Well, they're not expensive. probably worth anything. Well, I, I don't know. I, I like, I've just been like, thinking oh it'd be kind of cool like because i'm watching wrestling again but then i'm like do i get into wrestling figures no because i just i don't want to i don't want like i have a few wrestling figures obviously but i just don't want to i don't want to go down that rabbit hole because then i'll just probably be a fiend yeah but uh see you've been looking at the cards so they they're doing the same thing with the cards i know um like my my boss at work, he's still pretty much like he's still into wrestling and stuff, and he's like crazy with sports cards. Like he just loves sports cards, basketball or uh, hockey and baseball is what he mainly collects. But his son is really into wrestling, and he buys packs all the time. And yeah, yeah like you can get pieces. Like he has a, I don't I don't think it's John Cena. There's a wrestler he has. It actually might be Sasha Banks. And it's got a piece of her trunks and it's signed by her. Yeah. So it's, and that, that at the time was one of his favorite wrestlers. So he's like over the moon about it. Um, so I, I'm pretty sure they do that with AEW. So like you get pieces of their like ring worn attire and the, like signed and stuff. Yeah. It'd be interesting. I don't know. Like I'm looking online right now, like a, like on Upper Deck's website, twenty five bucks for like a, a a blaster box, I guess is what they call it, and then ten bucks yeah. for a fat pack, and then yeah, so twenty five bucks for a box of trading cards isn't too bad. So a blaster box is kind of like a a little trimmed down version of a hobby box. So there's a difference yeah. there. A hobby box I think has like twenty four packs, whereas a blaster box would have like thirteen. Oh okay, something like that. And your yeah. odds of your odds of hitting like the big insert cards, I think, are cut in half as well. But if you're just kind of dipping your toe in it, it's probably not a bad idea to grab like a blaster box. Yeah, you never know. Maybe. You might hit like a you might hit like a Moxley autograph or something. You never know. 
Moxley autograph, maybe a CM Punk. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. If you can get you know? a CM Punk card, maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll delve in and buy a couple boxes and see what happens. Some of those old wrestling cards are insane. Um, oh, I, I know, like, like the uh, the the Hulk Hogan rookie card is yes, ridiculous right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like these these cards came out in like 1987 or 86 or something like that. Yeah um and the, yeah there's a guy that had a it's like a hulk hogan rookie card like you said and it's like uh he sent it into a grading card company mm-hmm. and it's worth like i don't know 1800 bucks or something like that that's insane and i had some of these cards man I'm so sure did i did so I'm did sure i you, i'm sure you did too yeah <laughs> like i had a i had a i have a mr perfect rookie card i guess you consider it that yeah i don't know what it'd be worth because at that time they were mass producing the cards but back in like the early 80s like the mid 80s when these other cards came out they weren't so common yeah but i i do remember having a handful of them like i i definitely had that hogan one i'm quite sure i did and i'm pretty sure i had like uh like piper and like they'd all be considered rookie cards yeah but who knew like i yeah, i i, I, I took used to, to put school. them in my spokes and my tires well, I didn't do that, but I, I remember taking them to school, and of course, like the the edges and the corners would be all brown and round brown and shit because you're eating your peanut butter Sammy hand, which is all over it. Yeah, or your hands would be all sweaty, and you're just trading the, you're throwing them around on the playground, trading them and stuff like that. Oh, like, Jamie hands McLeod, watch yep. out for him. Exactly. <laughs> Same with the friggin' garbage pail kids, man. Like some of those originals are worth a shit ton. The original Adam Bomb. The Adam Bomb. Original, it's yep, ridiculous. It's worth like fucking like a, a grand or maybe more. It's. I think it's worth like two or three thousand dollars in really good shape. Fuck. Now I'm looking at these damn cards. Ah, I got to turn them. Click. Exit. Go away. You should get a blaster box, man. I'm thinking I will. I'll probably jump in and just order one, get it sent to me, just to just to see, just to see what it's happens. 20, Twenty-five bucks. I mean, exactly. You you don't do a lot worse with 25 bucks. Yeah, just eat it at McDonald's and get fatter. Exactly. Or put or, it up nose or who knows. Or, or I could buy a figure with it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's true. Ah, oh, sick, that's sick true. minds we are. Well, we've been yapping for a while. We don't have to go a full two hours since it's just the two of us. We've been yapping and going on. We're running out of steam. I know you got shit you want to get done today, too. So. I do. I got I got some stuff I got to run to. All right. So I'll let you go. I'm going to go ahead and just end the podcast with our socials. As always, you can find us on Twitter at 2BD Pod. You can find us on Instagram at 2BD Pods with a Z. We post figure photography. We have comic book a day mo tuesdays muscle mondays he's curious it's the swamp ninja he puts up cool shit apparently he put something cryptic up on our twitter check it out we're going to end the end the show there and as always dare to be stupid